Hello and welcome to Publishing Insight, an interview podcast about working in publishing. Welcome to episode 6 of Publishing Insight. I am Flavia, your host, and after interviewing someone working in-house in a publicity department last week, in this episode I am talking with a freelance publicist, Emma Dawson. We have discussed the differences between working in-house and freelancing, and between big publishers and smaller independent ones when it comes to publicity. Emma has precious advice on the most important qualities for a publicist and how to build relationships with authors and journalists. Happy listening and for any comments or feedback you can write me an email or find me on Twitter at flamflam91 flam91. FLAM If you are enjoying listening to Publishing Inside, please subscribe and leave a review. episode of Publishing Insight. Today I am interviewing Emma Dawson, a freelance publicist. Thank you very much for joining me in this episode of Publishing Insight, Emma. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Um, so I will start uh, with my first question. Uh, can you tell us about your academic and career path? Yeah, sure. Um, I studied English literature at Loughborough University um, and then I um, knew that I wanted to go into publishing, but I wasn't sure, you know, what area. I originally thought of editorial. Um, I worked in Foyle's bookshop in London for about six months, just, you know, because I wasn't sure in what direction I wanted to go. And then I started talking to one of their reps there, and he said, um, you know, publicity is really interesting. So I became interested in that, and uh, eventually I got a job at Penguin, for two years and I was a publicity assistant there and I I think I learned from you know doing the very basic jobs like um, stuffing envelopes and um, you know helping the publicity managers Um, and I learned my contacts from them and just helping out at events so after about 18 months I got my next job um, which was like the next step up I was a, a press officer at Transworld Publishers, which is part of Random House. And then after about uh, probably two years, I was promoted to publicity manager, and I worked on bigger books and big names. And I worked at Transworld for probably about 10 years, quite a long time, actually, because I loved it there. And then I decided to go freelance um, because I had two children by the stage and I wanted to be more at home, more flexible. Yeah, and what are the positive aspects of working as a freelance publicist and what are the less positive ones instead? Okay, so the positive ones are that you can you can work your own hours and you can work from home and 
basically, when I was working in-house, I had to go to a lot of meetings. And some of them, they were interesting, but they weren't that relevant to me. Um, so, so my goal, once I had, you know, children, was that I would... I would have, if I was working freelance for myself, I'd probably have about six hours in the day and I'd try and condense everything into that, that time. Although there's events in the evening, which is, is fine. That's probably once a week or something like that. I think the negatives of being a freelance publicist is that you, you miss the in-house buzz about a book everyone's excited about. And you miss having colleagues to talk to about difficult aspects of a publicity campaign. When you when something's going wrong, then if you're in-house, there's always a colleague that can help you with an idea. So now I just talk to other freelancers. I know, you know, just and, and people are so helpful with, you know, coming up with things that can help you. Yeah, thank you. That's really interesting. And um, what are the most important elements, since you were mentioning publicity campaigns, what are the most important elements of a publicity plan and campaign? I think you need to work out very clearly. You need to, first of all, you read the book and you meet with the author, and then you work out a very clear strategy of, um, of what you want to achieve. And I think talking to the author is really important You've, you, you want to find out what they're willing to do and what they definitely don't want to do. Some authors have, um, you know, boundaries, things that they don't want to talk about. You know, maybe their book is actually quite personal. Um, and you need to sort of be quite delicate about finding out, you know, how far they can, what, what they can say, really. Um, also, you need to find out if they have useful contacts, other authors they might know or journalists who might be able to review the book. I think you need to start as early as possible, ideally nine to six months before the book is published, so you have time to build up the buzz. Um, also, I think you need to be really persistent. Maybe the plan doesn't work out quite as you wanted. You need to be always able to generate new ideas and remember that all the little things matter, like bloggers' reviews, online reviews. They all help to, to create a market for the book. Yeah, that's, that's really important. And uh, which differences have you noticed between working in-house and freelancing? Okay. I think in-house, everything is, is laid on for you. I mean, basically, you have a database with all the contacts that your, you know, your company that you're working for have built up over the years. You, or you have access to that, and that's really, really good. As an in-house publicist, you probably have about four books to work on each month, which is quite a lot. You can't possibly focus on each one. And the publisher, to be honest, doesn't expect that you will do. But as a freelancer, you're, you're, you're paid to work on specific titles and you have to focus your time on them. So in a way, that's good. You get to spend more time on those books. Um, and often publishers are willing to employ freelancers because they... They need to get, they don't have enough people in house and they need to give um, more time to individual titles. Yeah, that's really interesting. Thank you. And um, what are the differences between working for a big publisher and for a smaller independent one? Well, to be honest, you know, 
sometimes the big publishers they they have more money to spend on a on a title they can produce proofs they can pay for authors to travel to festivals and they can pay for launches and sometimes as a working for a small publisher you have to fight a bit more to get your book noticed um but then again you know pub, small publishers often have more interesting titles than mainstream and there are you know sections of the press which definitely support um smaller publishers mm -hmm. yeah definitely and what advice would you give to people who aspire to work in publicity and which are the most important qualities to have Okay, so for advice, um, I would say don't be too proud to start off doing a fairly basic job. It's really important to learn, you know, even if you have a good educational, you know, qualifications, you, you if you go into the industry, you're going to probably start at the bottom. You have to learn your, your way up and it's really useful. You learn loads of contacts. Um, you're trying to absorb everything, you know, around you, you know, who who your managers are talking to, what events they're going to. Um, I think that's really important. As for qualities, um, I read this today, actually, from another publicist, and I'm going to quote it. It's passion, persuasion and persistence. So you have passion for the books and you love talking about them. Um, you're persuasive about them. So that means good writing skills. You need to write press releases. You need to be able to pitch your books to features editors. Persistence. You will need to chase people up a lot, pin them down. I mean, just for example, some people, you know, you might talk to them about a book and they say, oh, I love the idea of that book. That sounds fantastic. I'm sure we'd love to do something in our newspaper. Then you send it to them. And then you don't hear from them again. You need to call them and email them to pin them down so that they actually definitely cover it. I also think diplomacy as well. You need to work with your authors. You need to get as much from them as you possibly can. And um, you need to work well with journalists as well. You need to you sort of need to be quite subtle. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Thank you. And publicists are known to have a lot of contacts among journalists and in general. How do you build those relationships when you're just starting out? I think that's a really good question. Um, okay, so probably when you're starting out, you'll be working in-house and you'll be working probably for somebody like a publicity manager. So you need to notice who their contacts are. Who are they talking to and what are they talking about? Maybe ask if you can sit in on some meetings, if it's appropriate. Um, you know, if they're meeting a journalist or an events organizer, maybe you can go along. Maybe you can even take, you know, take notes. And then you will meet that person and you might be able to contribute some ideas in, in the meeting as well. Um, the chances are the person that you're working with is going to be really, really busy. So they will really appreciate if you volunteer to go along to events or launches. And then you'll meet people there while you're there. You, you'll meet other publicists who are really useful. You'll meet journalists. You'll meet event organizers. You know, it takes, it, I think it takes a lot of time and a lot of, you know, um, doing. But it's, you know, definitely worth doing. You know, obviously on Twitter, make sure that you connect with the right people. There's a really useful organization called the Publishers Publicity Circle. 
And every month it has a meeting with three or four speakers. And it can be about one publication. It can be three speakers from The Guardian, maybe the book editor, the features editor, and, you know, some other editor. Or it can be three speakers from, you know, three different monthly magazines. And it's a really good opportunity to hear them tell you what they're looking for. And also you get to meet them afterwards. So it's networking. And also on that site, they advertise jobs and internships. So that's Publishers Publicity Circle. Definitely worth looking at. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for, for the advice. I'm sure our listeners will really appreciate it. And uh, what is your favorite project you have worked on during your career? Okay. Well, actually, it was quite a long time ago. I was thinking about that today. It's a very good question. Um, uh, quite a long time ago, I worked with Bill Bryson, who is a really popular um, sort of humorous writer here. But very, He's American, but he lives in the UK. He's very gently humorous. Um, and it, we used to go on massive tours all around the country. Um, so that's probably how I've seen most of the UK. We would go from Manchester to Leeds, down up to Scotland, down to Bristol and Bath and all these places, you know, where he would do events and signings. And he would do probably two events a day, a lunchtime event and an evening event. So it was very sort of frenetic. And also he'd be doing lots of interviews in the meantime. So um, I would fix up everything before we went and, you know, I would fix up the events, but I'd also fix up things like how we were going to travel, where we were going to stay, and all the interviews. But then, obviously, some things happen spontaneously. Someone might call you and say, oh, you know, I really want to interview Bill. Can I talk to him on the phone? So it's very... I think I enjoyed... I enjoyed travelling around the whole country, but I also enjoyed the, the kind of fast pace of it. Um, you know, the fact that there were probably five interviews happening in the day and two events it was it was very exciting actually yeah it must have been really an incredible time and also having the chance to work with such amazing writers must yes. be incredibly yes. satisfying and since you're now mentioning the relationship with writers uh, publicists are really lucky to be really close to authors and tour with them how do you think that this relationship is different than the relationship that for example ed editors have with authors yeah i mean yeah that's really interesting actually um I think that you have to be, um, you know, you're spending quite a lot of time with that person, actually. And you have to be sensitive to the kind of person that they are and what they, how, you know, how they like things done, really. You have to do things to the kind of time frame that they like things done. Like you might like an author, you might have an author that kind of likes to do things quite slowly. You know, they don't want to rush for the train. Maybe they're a bit older. Um, you have to be sensitive to that. Or maybe you've got some, you know, I've worked with some celebrities before who were quite kind of crazy, really. And they, um, you have to feel that they're actually talking about the book rather than, you know, other TV or things that they're doing. So, um, and you do, you do become quite close to them because you're spending a lot of time with them um, uh, over, you know, a short space of time. And it can be, it, it can be really fun. It can be quite tiring as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can imagine. And what what are you currently reading at the moment in your spare time? And what has been your favorite book of the year so far? 
okay. So I thought about this. If it was video, I'll show you. Um, I'm reading at the moment um, something called Shatilla Stories, and it's uh, from Parini, and they're a really small publisher, and this was crowdfunded, and I actually contributed to the crowdfunding. And it's a book that was written... Um, the editor, who's a really amazing woman, called Micah Zervo, Zervogel, went to um, a refugee camp, um, Shatila, and she ran workshops for some um, writers there. And this book is a kind of collaborative um, kind of book that about eight different um, Palestinian and Syrian refugees wrote together. And it's really amazing how it's all come together because between them, they created all the different characters, you know, and it's a lot about the life of, you know, that these people, what brought them to the camp, the life that they live when they're there and the relationships they form between each other. And it's a really amazing project. I'm really I've nearly finished, actually, and I'm not sure what's going to happen, but it's really good. And, oh, what's been my favourite book of the year? That was really hard. The book that I've loved, that I've actually worked on, is called Miss Layla, Armed and Dangerous by Manu Joseph. And um, it's a novel by an Indian writer, and it happened before Grenfell Towers happened you know it was written before then but it is about a tower collapsing and a possible terror um attack and it's very dramatic but also funny and very sort of human and the right the writer is coming over to the edinburgh festival and i'm really looking forward to meeting him yeah yeah it sounds really interesting red um so that was my last question um Thanks a lot for your time and for giving us your insights about working in publicity and about your career. Oh, thank you. Well, good luck to anyone that wants to work in publicity. It's it's really, you know, it's a really fun job, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it must have been really incredible to have the chance to work so closely with the, uh, all the authors. Yeah, no, it has been. Perfect. Thanks a lot. It was really a pleasure interviewing you and I'm sure our listeners will really appreciate your advice and your insight. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. That is all for episode 6 of Publishing Insight. I hope you have enjoyed listening to it and found it useful. If so, please subscribe and recommend it to other people you think may be interested. As usual, you can find the books mentioned during the conversation and Emma's Twitter account in the episode's notes. Have a nice day and I'll see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.